Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is, uh, I'm going to imagine it, but October 13th. We are on our 13th episode. Yay, lucky 13. Yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. So, it's good. Uh, so, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, for the 13th episode, we picked, I, we picked, well, Katie picked it, kind of. Um, one of my favorite Halloween movies, uh, and Katie got to see one for the first time, so I was very excited to show her this movie, and uh, it looks like she enjoyed it, but uh, we watched Trick or Treat. Um, Not the word or, just the letter Trick R. Trick or Treat. An amazing movie, uh, kind of a weird whole situation about the movie, a lot of people don't really know about it, or honestly heard about it yeah i had never heard about it it's it's um yeah we'll we'll get into that a little bit later or we actually i'll talk about it now so um the movie was slated to come out in 2007 um with uh was it warner brothers yes and so uh it's the writer and director of well it's brian singer he did the x-men movies the good and bad ones and then uh Michael Doherty. Dorth? Doherty. 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 They kind of tag teamed a lot of movies together. They did Superman Returns together, which was, uh, it was a bag of ass. It really was. It was terrible. Which is likely why this film was not released. Yeah. The following, in 2007 when it was supposed to be. Superman Returns came out in 2006. It was super shitty and nobody liked it. And Warner Brothers was kind of like, maybe we won't do this. Yeah. Unfortunately, because the movie's fucking amazing. And also, around the same time, uh, Saw 4 was coming out. So they didn't want to have cross-competition from, you know, stealing money from each other. So movie got pushed back. And then the whole, you guys made a shitty movie. (laughs) Not that far from, you know, a year ago. Uh, it just kind of spelled doom for this movie. So it actually didn't release in theaters. And in 2009, it actually released on DVD. Uh, it popped up at some film festivals and stuff like that. So people enjoyed the movie, but it actually didn't come out in theaters. And I think if it did, it actually would have made it would have made its money back. Yeah, it was a really good movie. And it won an award for, the director won an award for this movie for the scariest movie of 2009. So, like, I don't really know what other films came out in 2009, but the scariest movie of the year has got to be a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, um, I I have a special place in my heart for movies that are non-linear. So, you know, a movie usually starts from the beginning and there's a problem. Problem needs to get fixed. And then the problem is fixed at the end. Well, this movie is all jumbled and crazy, and uh, it takes a few viewings, or if you just have a really smart mind... Uh, like me. <laughs> you can work out the timeline of the movie. Uh, Pulp Fiction is a great example of it. Uh, that movie is jumbled and jumps around. Uh, Kill Bill is actually another one. Quentin Tarantino kind of likes doing that a lot. Um, uh, I appreciate a movie that makes me think about, like, but that dude died. How is he around? Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, the, okay. The order of events. This movie is like a puzzle you have to put together to kind of f- to figure out the order of events and how things actually went down on Halloween night in this film. 
Yeah. So uh, we start. Uh, I want to say, oh, uh, this movie takes place in Warren Valley, Ohio. I don't know if it's actually a real place. Highly doubt it. But um, this couple comes home from a uh, Halloween party, and uh, the wife seems like kind of a fuddy-duddy about Halloween. She doesn't like it, and her husband loves it. Yeah, uh, just about everybody in the town's crazy about Halloween, but there are a few people in the, in the town that aren't that big of fans, and you honestly meet them <laughs> in this movie. So um, she decides to take down the decorations, even though the husband tells her that it's it's Halloween night, like chill. Yeah, bitch. you're not supposed to. It, it's kind of it's bad luck. Yeah, like so, leave the jack o' lantern lit over, uh, like, just the whole night. Yeah, just leave everything be. But uh, she starts taking everything down. The uh, husband goes upstairs and he passes out, and then uh, she gets attacked and her throat cut, and uh, she, with a lollipop. Yeah, she gets murdered by uh, the. Well, we don't know by who. Oh, at we that point, know. no. It's pretty great. It's a really well done scene, the way that they, because she's like taking sheets off of these giant scarecrow ghost things she has in her front yard, and every time she does it, it's silent, and it's super suspenseful, because you know something's going to happen, because it's a <laughs> horror film, because yeah. the, 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 it's just, the music is was suspenseful leading up to it. And she's like pulling this sheet off and then nothing happens. And then pulls another sheet off and nothing happens. And pulls another sheet off and then nothing happens. And eventually something does happen and she gets murdered and it's pretty great. Oh yeah. Um, very suspenseful. It, it's very refreshing because uh, we, what, at this point 13 scary movies. I don't know. It's just, you see a lot of poop <laughs> and they don't get it right. And then you just see that, that right movie comes up. And just gets the pacing just right. It feels so good to yeah. see something. Ah, it's great. I love this movie. Yes. <laughs> this is a, like, 100% improvement on Ghost Ship. Like, oh yeah, this is so good. The suspense in this movie is palpable. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay, so, um, do you want to do, do you want to do this, the seven word synopsis now? Or do you want to talk about which story was your favorite? Let's talk about which story was my favorite. Yeah. So which one did you dig? Well, it's hard because all the um, all the stories go together. They're interwoven through the in this town. Um, I think that the kids, the bus kids, was probably my favorite story. Oh yeah. And the way that it all ended up working out in the end, that was pretty great. Like, it was intriguing when they were telling the story about the bus kids and then how it ends up playing out through it at the end of the movie was great and so um i know the the idea that you brought up about your favorite like horror movie tropes Mm -hmm. uh that whole situation with the kids on the bus and coming back for revenge that's (coughs) that's like a typical type of like horror movie like, yeah. you know, someone gets wrongfully, like, murdered, and then they come back years later, and they want revenge. Yes. It, yeah, it, it seems it's like... Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like every short story is just a different type of scary movie, kind of. I mean, yes and no. I feel like the principal's whole storyline, or most of his storyline, was just that he was a serial killer, and that's not really... 
I don't think that's necessarily a horror trope as much as it is like a drama trope. Like that happens a lot more in dramatic television than it does in horror films because he wasn't like a monster like he wasn't a huge monster that just is like wreaking havoc on the town. He was just like a random dude who was killing folks. Like Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I he wasn't he wasn't a Freddy or a Jason or a Michael. Like he was just a principal guy who was fucking weird and also making his kid really weird. So, yeah, that was weird. That was probably the worst scene <laughs> for me. He like teaches his kid about murder, I guess. I don't know. It was weird. Well, he's helping him carve carve a jack-o'-lantern made of a fucking murder victim's face. Yeah, he's he and the kid reminds him that he needs to help him with the eyes. That's the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, so who knows what they were actually going to do, but that was terrifying and the kid was super creepy. So, you know, a never-ending story of a serial killer because that kid's for sure growing up to be a serial killer. Oh, 100%. Uh, my favorite story out of them, uh, I like the one with the kids. Um, I'm probably going to have Which to go... Which set of kids? The bus kids or the, the other kids? The quote-unquote teens as IMDb likes to call them. Actually, I I like that story a lot. It, it kind of ties into the bus kids. The, it does, but it's def, it's definitely a separate story. So, um, there's... In every horror movie when there's kids, there's always a group of kids that are assholes. For some reason, it's just... There's always gotta be some party poopers that wanna just be jerks. But And uh, mostly, it's a girl. There's always, like, a bitchy girl. yeah. Who is like the ringleader of all the other kids who's like, yeah, let's fuck with this one girl who's a little bit different and we're gonna, you know, fucking carry. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, let's dump pigs, let's make sure that she gets crowned homecoming queen and then fucking dump pig's blood on her. Like, ha ha ha, she are different. <laughs> you thought you were, you thought you were finally popular. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that trope happens all the time, and it definitely happened in this film. Um, that little girl was a bitch. Yeah. The, the little popular girl, she was a bitch. Yeah, so, uh, popular girl comes up with a plan to, I guess she just wanted to scare the shit out of the other girl. That was yeah. the end game, I guess. To scare a girl who, as, quote, as they called her in the movie, an idiot savant. Yeah. <laughs> like... The girl very clearly had, like, some form of autism. Yeah. Um, she was incredibly intelligent, but maybe not the best socially. And they, like, brought her out, like, pretended to be friends with her. And even the popular boy that, I don't know what his relation was to the popular girl, but he seemed to, like, not be okay with it and was trying to be friends with the savant girl. And yeah. then... It just all went to hell. Yeah. But, uh, it, <laughs> like I was telling Katie, it seems like all these, these stories are kind of cautionary tales. Um, the, there's a titular character in all the stories, and he's on the main cover. Uh, his name's he's creepy. Yeah. His name's Sam. Uh, the size of what, an eight year old kid? Yeah. Um, so before looking up IMDb or anything about this film, while we were watching the film, I predicted that the kid, the person in the suit, was an eight-year-old child, and then I looked it up, and it was a fucking eight-year-old kid. <laughs> Nanny for the win. <laughs> but um, it's he has a 
pretty big ass head, wears a bag with like stitched eyes on it. Yeah. Uh, pretty creepy if you just see it standing there looking at you. But uh, when it was just walking around, uh, before you know that it's like a bad thing or something scary, it really reminded me of the little uh, stitched together dolls from the movie Nine. Oh yeah, that yeah, Elijah yeah, yeah. Wood movie. Yeah. For some reason, like his movements and the way that his outfit looked, he rem- like maybe not necessarily his face because his head was huge, like Jack Skellington big on his body, but. The body and, like, the clothing on his body definitely reminded me of Nine. Yeah, so all through this movie, uh, he pops up usually toward the, like, the beginning of a story and at the end. Towards the murder of the story. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, watching yeah, what's it, happening. It, it makes me think, like, it's a new age, like, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Crypt Keeper always introduced the story, and then he was at the end making a joke about, well... You know, he shouldn't have did that. And, and it kind of seemed like that was his job in this story. He kind of oversaw just Halloween night. And yeah. uh, there are rules. And uh, he seems to just be waiting for people to, to not like Halloween or... To break the rules. Yeah, not pass out candy if you have shit to say against Halloween. He pops up and he's ready to swing on you. That yeah. seems to be his job. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, for sure. But yeah, uh, just about every story is really, ah, man, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's a really good movie. If you don't have a problem with horror films, you should definitely check this one out. And even if you do have a problem with horror films, like, call us over, turn on the lights, like, we'll watch it with you. It's, this is a good film. Like, I'm for sure watching this again. And um, it's, I will say, it, it, it has its scary moments, but it's... It has a lot of light moments. It, it's they say it's a comedy and horror. Uh, I really don't think it's super terrible, but there are some scary points. In I it. wouldn't say that it's comedy. Like we clicked, we watched this movie because it said that it was comedy, and Otis really liked it. Um, but I didn't notice very much comedy happening in it. There were definitely some nods to some other films in the movie that kind of made it seem almost funny like there's a scene where uh the sam character gets his hand cut off and then it's like walking around like the thing from adam's family yeah (laughs) um the little hand from adam's family and that was like kind of funny but in kind of a grotesque way so it wasn't actually funny it was just like oh that's kind of weird it was, I don't know. I didn't, there wasn't any jokes in this film. It wasn't like, I don't think it was funny. I don't think it should have been categorized as comedy, but definitely horror. Kind of, well, when I think, when I say funny, a lot of just macabre, like, comedy to me. Like, there's one scene, um, this old man hates Halloween for good reason, because the story ties into why he's a, kind of a piece of shit, but, um... He's scaring kids off when they come to his door asking for candy, you know, trick or treat. He's scaring them away and he's taking their candy and eating it. And so <laughs> Sam comes because pretty funny. he's not following the rules. And they proceed to have this drag out battle in his house. <laughs> and Sam, like, pulls out a candy bar and it's got a razor blade. Oh, excuse okay. me. Razor blade. Okay, that part was funny. And so, Sam's out to kill this dude. And so, 
the, the old man is trying to leave. He he's making his way downstairs and he just just eats it going down the stairs. You look back up at the stairway, there's candy like strategically placed like gumballs and shit. Along with broken glass and razor blades on the stairway. <laughs> just wild shit like that. Sam is set up these traps in the house so this old man cannot get away fast enough. Yeah. And they just proceed to just just scrap it out. And it's it's good. But like I said, there's this overarching theme of you should really like Halloween because if you don't, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> that That's honestly the main theme of this story. That and... Definitely. Don't go outside because you'll probably die, honestly. <laughs> this town... It, so many people died on Halloween. I don't understand how it, it should really have some type... Cops should be around a lot more. Oh, well, t- the next day, the cops in this... Like, November 1st in this town is going to be a fucking shit show because... Like, just bodies there's like, left in alleyways and just... Well, yeah, streets. there, was, there yeah. was like... Well, okay, we're going to assume that the principal guy there was nothing left of him and and all those other guys out in the woods like there was nothing left of those people but or the kids there might not be anything left of those kids either (laughs) uh so there's at least like one missing kid that we like that the police should be on the lookout for and a girl that just is dead and covered in blood at the parade um (laughs) And then the other girl who was the very first girl, the robot girl. Oh, yeah, Who's she just, got like, her head's on a stake with a fucking lollipop in her mouth. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a few gruesome deaths, or at least two gruesome deaths and one missing kid in this film. Well, there's, like, five missing kids. Yeah. But only one that they're going to find anything of. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was trying to work through... My synopsis. So I'm going to say, cool pumpkin boy, don't fuck around. No. Come back to me. I'm, I'm going to work this out. I'm going to work this out. <laughs> um, Seven words for this movie. Don't be a jerk on Halloween. Please. Don't fuck with the old rock quarry. The oh, end. yeah, that, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> I, the end. It it blows my mind that kids go to crazy places. Halloween, all I did was go a couple blocks left, right, up and down around my neighborhood and got candy and came home. But kids out here, did you did you ever do anything crazy for trick-or-treating? I'm from a small town. There's nothing crazy to do. Yeah. Like, I was a good kid, like a boring kid, so I did trick-or-treating, and then when I was in high school, I just passed out candy. Uh, I know a lot of people from my school, uh, when I was a kid, like, would go have parties in the orchards, because that's what you do, um, but that's it. Like, <laughs> there was never... Like, and the... there aren't... As far as I know, I was never told any, like, oh, yeah, this crazy death happened yeah and, that's true like there was no like urban legend surrounding my town or you know some weird death unexplained death that people were like oh my gosh you have to go check this out every halloween or whatever there was none of that yeah that's true we didn't have anything crazy like that in cedar hill 
but it, I don't know. It, and I know it's a horror movie, so I shouldn't really judge these children for going to a creepy-ass rock quarry to talk about a legend of just situations oh, no. and shit. I'm judging them completely because <laughs> those kids were... they Okay, IMDb or the synopsis of the film claims that they're teenagers, but these kids could not have been more than 13. Like, they were 12... Yeah, that's fucking middle school they kids. Were, they were middle school. Like... I mean, I guess technically 13 is a teenager, but that's middle school. I, when I think about teenagers, I think of at least high school kids. And these were not high school kids. No, not at all. These little kids fucking went to the rock quarry, got told a creepy-ass ghost urban legend story about why the rock quarry was creepy, then proceeded to go down this jank-ass old elevator thing <laughs> down into the rock quarry to, like... I don't know, leave what would leave an homage or something to Oh the, yeah, leave the pumpkins down there. Leave the pumpkins as like a an homage to the the death that had happened in the quarry and then just insane shit ensues. And you know what I'm not fucking doing? Even as a grown ass woman, you know what I'm not doing? Going to the bottom of a rock quarry yeah. one ever. Never ever. Why do I need to be down there? Second, not on fucking Halloween. Yeah. When there's a legend of like some dead shit that we need to leave a sacrifice for. No, none of that. No. I have no reason to be at the bottom of a rock quarry. Not when I was 12, not when I'm 32, not about it. No, fuck <laughs> that noise. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Okay, so uh, we're going to try our best to just leave it vague. Because we, this is a movie I really want people to watch because there's, this one's probably gotten past a lot of people's radar. Yeah, uh, this was a really, really good film. I would argue of the, well, I didn't watch all 13 films because some of these Otis's had to do by himself. But of the films that I have watched with him, I mean, aside from Hocus Pocus, this is my favorite film that we've watched so far. Oh, hands down. This, For sure. This has been in my top 10, uh... It came out DVD like 2009. I don't know when it popped up on Netflix, but uh, me and my buddy Terrell, uh, we watch tons of horror movies, just good and bad. Uh, we usually go off the picture. So I remember scrolling through scary stuff, and I remember Terrell seeing that cover, and it's just like the little Sam guy with a bag. And he's like, oh shit, let's give it a shot. And we watched it, I was like, that was fucking great. Like, it was legit good. Yeah. And, it, and it surprised me, because I didn't hear about it coming out. I, I I felt like that I fucking missed a really good movie when it came out in theaters. Lo and behold, it didn't come out in theaters. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, like, seriously, watch the movie. Like, it's it has its scary moments, but I don't think it's... Ugh. It has some terrifying moments. <laughs> yeah, it has but, uh, some scary moments. I wouldn't say that there's a lot of jump scares. No, in this not film, jump scares. No, uh, which is probably to its in its favor because I know a lot of people do not like jump scares specifically like that. Like they don't mind scary stuff, but jump scares in particular freaks them out. This movie did not really have any of those. It was more just creepy like there was all this weird shit and you're trying to figure out while you're watching it how everything fits together and what yeah. the timeline is like it's pretty great yeah so uh what would you give this movie rating wise out of 10 yeah um i'm gonna go with um a nine out of 10 
Because I think that some of the acting probably could have been a little better. Yeah. Um, just a little bit. Like, it wasn't... I mean, it's a horror film, so I don't expect, like, Oscar-worthy performances. But, <laughs> like, Anna Paquin is in this film. And I don't really like her anyways. But I know that she is at least an Oscar-nominated actress, if not an Oscar winner. And she was just, like, flat AF. Like, I don't know. I felt like that their whole storyline, all of those girls that were in the Anna Paquin storyline, were just, like, the worst actresses that they, like, found off the street. Yeah. And sadly, that, that kind of happens when yeah. you, you have someone famous. Sometimes they kind of phone it in. Yeah. Horror films are hard, too, because you don't, like... Aside from the brand new horror films, like, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis in the brand new Halloween. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis now has, what, 50 years of acting experience under her belt. Of course she's going to be great. But everybody else, you're just kind of like, meh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think the acting could have been a little better. I think that um, the soundtrack to this film was really well done. Like, they did a really good job keeping... Uh, like, knowing when to bring the music back in, like, the orchestral music. And the suspense was wonderful throughout because of that, because of the music. Um, I think the the costuming was good. Everyone was in different um, Halloween costumes, and they all looked believable. Like, those were definitely costumes that people would have worn. Um, I think that the blood and guts were really well done. Yeah. I, I don't know. I liked it all. The ol- the only thing I didn't like in this film was the old man's house. And that's not really... That ha- doesn't really have anything to do with, like, the production of the movie or the quality of the movie. That's just my personal, like, why the fuck was he living in such squalor? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you're an old man, but you're not that old. Like, you were only... He was only, like, 60 and his shit was... T- his house is tore up. Rating-wise... Probably at like a 9.9. And the only reason I'm not giving it a perfect is because it wasn't long enough. Yeah, I could have watched I could have watched another like five stories for sure. Like yeah. the, if they had kept going and made this a series, uh, for sure I would have watched yeah. them. Like um, these, this was good. So the director has brought up multiple years because, I mean, this came out 2000 and what, nine? Nine. So 10 years ago... Uh, but was filmed in 2006. Yeah, so they've been talking about making a sequel, and the director has gone off to make like Godzilla and stuff like that, but he constantly comes back and thinks about this character and that whole world, because it, it's not hard to come up with a scary story. And when you have a really cute, scary character like Sam just being the front runner of it, it, it it's really nice. It's nice to have a sweet-ass mascot like that. Um, I really hope they make more, because it was great for, I don't know what the budget was, it looked really good, it, it looked very polished for something that went to DVD, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, I'm just sad that they didn't make more, but maybe that makes it a little more valuable, because they didn't make more of it. I don't know, I, if they made more of them right now, like if they made a Trick or Treat 2 right now, I I'd watch it. I'd go to the theaters and watch oh, it. Oh, that's like, an that insta. Was, you know, that was really good. Yeah, that's straight to the theaters. But yeah, no, it, it's damn near perfect. Like Halloween, scary movie wise, I'm just sad it wasn't longer. It's, yeah. 
it's... And there's so many, like, uh, what's it called when you, like, think someone's the killer, but they're not? Oh, like, like red herrings. There were so many red herrings in this film. Like, at, even at the very beginning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're just, like, the way that they shift the camera around, like, you think it's going to be this person who's doing it, and it's actually this person. And it's so, I don't know. This was a really, really good film. A really good horror film. Yeah, we cannot say that enough. But yeah, seriously, give it a shot. It's it's pretty damn good. Uh, if you're interested, this film, um, in reading the facts about this film, this was actually based off of the char- a character that John Doherty had made for a animated short film called Season's Greetings that he had done, uh, I don't know, when he was in school, I'm assuming. Um, it's just this little cartoon. It's only like four minutes long. You can find it on YouTube. But it's of the character Sam, the little like scarecrow pumpkin guy. Um, and he's just trick-or-treating. And it's cute and also horror-y. Like, who yeah. just... <laughs> I don't know. John Doherty's kind of twisted, for sure. Like, in watching that little short film, you're just like, the fuck? Like, how did... <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. But... But it was good, it, and it's like it's definitely an introduction into this film, uh, and kind of what how this film will go that you should watch. Oh yeah, give it a shot. But uh, okay, where would you put little Sam? Do you want Sam to be the person that we pick for the the team? I mean, he's the only real. Well, but no. it's weird. He's I the main. He's the main character the main good like, and bad he's the just, main, he's yeah. yeah he's the main character of the film whether he's good or bad yeah because the he's the principal the serial killer was just like a normal person and yeah. then everything else was i mean yeah no i'd rather have him yeah be there uh where would you put him i have it i kind of have an idea where i would put him on both teams go ahead then uh, I would actually have him just be the mascot, and he could just do cute shit on the side. With his pumpkin head? Yeah. Have him be like, like Lucille, just, you go off and be cute, and, and we'll give you time every game, and you just do something. He, that's all he has to do, just walking around, big old bag getting bigger, can keep stealing people, that's, that's his job the whole game. Oh, that would be a really cute shtick in, like, in baseball. If he just has this big-ass sack and he goes over to, like, first base and just, like, throws it over the first baseman and, like, drags him off. <laughs> like, that'd be really cute. Yeah. In our weird horror baseball game. Just... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I that's, that's what I was thinking because, I mean, he's pretty quick. and He is quick. He can take a hit, so... He could definitely take a hit. He got shot four times with yeah. a shotgun. Uh, old dude... Shotguns him in the face, walks up to him, shotguns him in the chest, and it shotguns his arm off. Like, that old dude was not playing, and Sam got his ass right back up. I was like, oh, shit. So, uh, no, yeah. No, he's definitely, he's definitely there with, like, Mike Myers. Like, yeah, just, just invincible degree strength. Degree of damage he can take. Invincible strength. But, uh, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd, I'd have him be the mascot. He's, he's cute as hell. very cute. I mean, that's that's fair. He's he's very cute. Yeah. I don't want him messing up his outfit, so You don't want him messing up his outfit. Yeah, just have him be on the side being cute. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I don't think I'd put him on the field, at least in base well, no, in either one. I wouldn't put him in for baseball because there's not really any position for him. 
Yeah. I mean, he could replace, what do we have right now? Leprechaun as our pinch hitter. Yeah. Uh, he could replace Leprechaun as a pinch hitter because he also has a small strike zone. But Leprechaun is faster, I would say. Oh, hell yeah. Like, Leprechaun just be scooting. Oh, there were tons of scenes where it just went like triple time. And he yeah. was scooting down the street. So, nah, I'd keep Leprechaun because yeah. he got that extra speed. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we could just have Sam and uh, little uh, tiny Jigsaw. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy and Sam. Those will be oh, our mascots. Oh, they so cute. Scooting they around on the trike. They do cute little like dances and shit together. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine Jimmy Jigsaw on his little tricycle and then like Sam on the back, like standing on yep. the back holding on to Jimmy Jigsaw's Aww. shoulders just like. Oh, that's cute. With his sack. <laughs> just judging people. Just waiting uh, on somebody to do something wrong. He's like, just points. And they yeah, just, be cute. They wheel over there. <laughs> yeah, he'd definitely have like a bag full of baseballs to throw out at the audience. Oh, yeah. Like his sack full of baseballs. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, uh, we'll try not to say it more. Or I like... guess a bag full of candy would be more appropriate. <laughs> He's throwing candy out to the kids in the audience. And but... football doesn't really have... I mean, they have mascots, but yeah. they don't—they don't do anything. Fuck it, let him let him be the mascot. Let him let him be out there. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no to him. He can, like I said, he can do whatever he wants while he's, the game's going. He's cute in like a weird, weirdly creepy way. He's very cute. So. Yeah, I just let him go because. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. You gotta put a hula hoop in his tummy so he can do that weird. Oh, that stomach the, dance, like stomach all the... hip dance thing. <laughs> Like all the dad bod mascots have. Yeah, the Philly Fanatic and Lucille and Parker. Why is that? Why do mascots have dad bods? Um, so you can't tell if Make it's them more a... friendly? Maybe. I would assume so, it's you, so you can't tell if it's a girl or a boy inside. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always wondered that. It's just so that everyone who gets it, like, it doesn't have to be the same person every time in the suit. It doesn't change, like, the shape of the character. So, like, anyone who's in the, like, whatever it is, five foot to five foot five to five foot ten range yeah. could get in the Lucille suit or in the Parker suit, and no fan would be the wiser that it's not the same person as yesterday. Like, it would look exactly the same because the legs are all, like, fluffy and the stomach is, like, hula hooped out enough. That no matter who's in there, anyone who hugs the character isn't going to feel the actual person inside. Like, they're okay. just going to feel the costume. Okay. Yeah, because I was wondering that. Because they all kind of have a... Well, a lot of them have the same kind of shape. And there it's are some comical. guys. And it's comical. Yeah, Dad Bods is funny. Yeah. Well, it's like... It's the opposite. So, a, a lot of that is in baseball. Like, those big belly costumes. But if you look at, like basketball it's completely the opposite all of those costumes are very very thin because they do all those all the bat all the basketball mascots do those weird tricks yeah they're shit. doing dunks they're and always flips doing like dunks and, and flips yeah yeah so it just has to do with what they do like i don't think baseball wants that yeah it's i mean they try to make it more seem like family oriented and yeah stuff well, even the ones that, that have, so there are some that have the big dad bod like Parker, 
and don't do the the weird Parker dance like things like the um, the presidents. Yeah. For the the nationals, they have those that weird dad bod thing happening, but they also have the giant heads that just like yeah. distracts. <laughs> Everybody and they don't and they don't ever end up dancing and stuff. They only just like race each other. Oh yeah, run out there holding the head so don't fucking fall off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was our uh, official tangent. Of, yeah, sorry about that. Of the night, it, it's gonna happen. I'm not apologizing for it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, watch the movie. It's amazing. And uh, like always, we'll see you. And in... there are some great plot twists. Watch this film. Hell yeah! It. I'm telling you, it. It pains me to not just come out and tell you the shit that goes down in it. Seriously, watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying very hard not to ruin the, the ending of this. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but like always, uh, oh, actually, before that, you got anything else? No. Did we have a sponsor for this one? I didn't think of one. That makes me sad. <laughs> no let's, sponsor for this one. Let's just say this episode was brought to you by just... This episode was brought to you by Seatbelts. School buses should have them. Ooh. The end. <laughs> and uh, and from the uh, ooh uh uh, damn it! Like some company. I got one like like what's one of the ones where they they tell you to watch out for shit? Wouldn't it be like the like uh kind of like you know how cigarettes they have like the whole like mad like mothers against drunk driving like that i'm trying to think of one about candy and like check your candy when you, you oh, get home dare would have done that dare to keep kids off drugs that was like they the whole 90s the late 80s and 90s is like don't let your kids eat their candy before you've had a chance to inspect it there might be razor blades and cocaine in your candy yeah we like, saw multiple forms of Bad candy in this movie. There was in this in this specific movie. Yes, they definitely took like a page out of Dare's like scare tactic handbook and was like, "Yeah, let's make that real." Yeah, we saw a candy bar used as a weapon. Oh yeah, that was pretty great. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. But yeah, that would probably be mine. Or actually, this episode was brought to you by Sam. It's just him. He just waves. Just Sam. Yeah, he's just there. <laughs> Make sure you celebrate Halloween to the fullest. Yeah. yeah. Do it right or Sam will come to your house. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't really want to meet him. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Except Sam. <laughs> yeah. If, if Sam's <laughs> at your door, you should really just pass him candy. Yes, definitely. Keep candy near your door. You really don't want him to come inside. Because he's not going to leave. <laughs> well, until things are done. And then yeah. he'll leave. But yes. Uh, yeah. Watch it. It's great. And uh, thanks for listening. And like always, uh, I love you guys. And I'll we'll see you in less. less we'll than, see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. And so everybody have a great night and watch this movie. It's great. Okay, bye. Love you. <laughs>